Welcome to the Positively Encouraging People podcast. I'm your host, Jen Anderson. Each week, we will have a conversation about ways you can love yourself more, set better boundaries, and build up your self-confidence. We will talk about tools you can use, simple tips and stories to encourage and lift you up. You will learn from my experiences and struggles and those of my guest speakers. After spending years feeling undervalued in my relationships, jobs, and almost every area of life, I learned how a story from my childhood was keeping me stuck in that feeling because I believed it was all I deserved. By proving that story wrong and learning to set healthy boundaries, I discovered my worth and started loving myself completely. Creating a life that is both fulfilling and in my true alignment is important to me. And if you feel the same way, you are in the right place. So sit back and relax. Your stress-free weekly pep talk with Jen is about to begin. Hey, I'm so glad that you decided to join me for another episode of Pep Talks with Jen Anderson. Today, I want to talk to you about self-evaluation or self-reflection, whatever you choose to call it. But it kind of dawned on me the other day that this isn't something we always talk about. And it isn't something that's always comfortable, comfortable for people. So I want to dive into it. I want to talk to you about it. Um, because I think we get in these habits in these routines and these ruts, we just get stuck in where we always say, I'm too busy. I'm too busy. I can't do that. I can't do this. I'm the victim. Everybody's take, you know, taking advantage of me. And we don't really stop to look at our role in anything. So that's what I want to talk to you about today. I want to dive into some, I have some stories for you. I have some different information and some good examples. So stick with me. Let's go through this. Um, So when you're evaluating what's not working in your life, you tend to look at other people or situations and how they're making it harder than you would like it to look and how maybe we would make, we wouldn't make it so hard, but we don't always notice those things. Um, And sometimes we can attribute our lack on the influences people and situations have on us, but sometimes it's important to ask a specific question. Is it me? Are we too busy to pay attention to our own thoughts and take the time to stop and slow down and really self-evaluate what happened in our day? And that's really where we're headed in this whole thing. That's what I really want, want you to get out of this is that it is so important for you to stop and evaluate how your day went, what happened in it what you did well, and what maybe you didn't do as well, but you want to work on. Maybe, you know, I'm going to talk about this in just a couple minutes, but maybe you felt like you were the victim all day, but really you had a crappy attitude and everybody else was kind of feeding off of your attitude and treating you like crap. And it happens. And I'm not saying that you deserve to be treated like crap because of course you didn't. Nobody does. 
But sometimes people do feed off of that and they don't know how to handle it and they don't know why they're feeding off of what they're getting from you. I mean, that's the other thing. People don't always know why they're doing what they're doing. So show some grace, accept your role in it. Say, ah, I was a jerk all day too. People were just treating me the way I was treating everybody else or the way I was walking around or I acted like I was better than everyone else and it offended people and so they treated me this way. Okay, I'll do different tomorrow. I'll go in with a happy attitude. I'll go in with a positive attitude. So don't be too busy to pay attention to that. And I know we live in busy times. Busyness is glorified and having more than you can possibly accomplish on your plate is very common. And while it can be admirable to have the skills to manage a hectic and busy life, busy life, it definitely has its drawbacks. If you're too busy, it can impede self-reflection. And self-reflection is the antidote for an unexamined life. If you're too busy to pay attention to what's working and what's not in life, it can cause serious problems, some of which can include blaming others for your shortcomings, failing to understand your impact on others, feeling guilt or shame needlessly, and living an unhealthy lifestyle, just to name a few. So let's break those down and chat about them for a little bit. Blaming others for your shortcomings. Do you always feel like you are the victim of something? Do you feel like everything is someone else's fault? If you often find or always feel like everyone is out to get you, I would challenge you to evaluate the situation with fresh eyes. Do you have someone in your life that you trust to tell you the truth? If so, share the unbiased version of the story with them. And what do I mean by unbiased version? Don't pad the story in your favor and purposefully make yourself look like the victim. Speak only the truth when explaining the story and don't defend your side of the story. And I bet once you evaluate the situation, you'll find there's usually a split to the fault of what happened. It could be as simple as you misunderstood why, what someone was telling you, and that caused you to react in a certain way. This doesn't mean you're a horrible person, and it doesn't mean the other person is horrible. It's a simple misunderstanding that blew up. If it's not resolved, you can always still go back and resolve it with understanding and lack of judgment. Now, the second one was failing to understand your impact on others. In my experience, this is usually the case when someone feels they are always right and they might even get a little judgmental about it. Have you ever had a situation where um, you either yourself or um, you're talking to someone and they just always want to interject their point of view? It's like, no, but this, 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 and this, and no, but this, and this, and you're like, yes, that's not really what I'm talking about because you're not really listening to me. That to me is when we're trying to really influence others. And I think that's when a lot of 
misunderstandings and arguments happen where if we can go back and self-evaluate that and go, well, I didn't really let them tell their side of the story or, or they weren't listening to me. I should have just stopped and walked away and said, yep, you're right. And just not worried about my side of it because quite frankly, they weren't going to hear me anyway. I know that can be tough to do, but I think that's super important. And once you see those patterns, I think it'll be so much easier to really just let things roll. We don't always have to be right. And we don't always have to try to convince others to do things the way we want them done. It's okay. They can live their life. They can make their mistakes. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard to watch others make mistakes, especially when you know what's going to happen. But it's got to be their life to lead. We are not going to save everyone. The person that we're here to save is us, is you. You are here to save you. I am here to save me. I'm here to do the best I can do. Yes, I can share my wisdom and my expertise with you guys, but I'm here for me and I'm here to be the best Jen Anderson I can be because there isn't another one that is exactly like me. And you guys are the same way. So you don't have to push your point home if you're not there. If, if no one's listening, don't worry about it. It's a great thing to self-evaluate. The third thing we're going to talk about is feeling guilty or shame needlessly. And quite honestly, we chatted about this a couple of weeks ago. So if you don't remember or you didn't listen to it, go back and listen to episode seven. Why do we need to feel guilty? Maybe you need to evaluate your guilt. Ask it questions. See if it's serving a purpose. We chatted all about this in that episode. And most of the time, our guilt, well, all the time, our guilt is usually one of two things. It's telling us we need to go and apologize to someone because we wronged them. Or it's telling us we need to feel guilty and it's not serving a purpose because it's wanting us to, it's like a, self-induced kind of guilt. And that's not always necessary. Well, most of the time it's not necessary. Let's be honest. And the fourth thing is living an unhealthy lifestyle. Not realizing the stress you're putting yourself, putting on yourself by being busy can lead to serious health problems. And I bet if you are not self-evaluating and you are also not recognizing these health conditions, you're just ignoring the symptoms, then you've got some, some issues going on and it's time to stop that. I've known too many people in my life that have done that very thing. They've ended up with serious life-threatening health issues that could have been different for them if they would have just gotten curious with their bodies and the symptoms they were experiencing. Don't wait until it's too late to get checked out. So if you're experiencing health issues and you're like, oh, I'm too busy to go to the doctor. Oh, they're just not going to tell me anything. Oh, it's never going to work. Don't let those issues slide because they could turn into something else and that could change everything. When we're really busy, it's common to notice character flaws in other people that cause friction in our lives without considering our own contributions. And that's really what we're talking about. It's not that life is going to be perfect, but what's your contribution in the friction? It's easier to think circumstances drive our situation 
rather than us, or that we're being held victim or hostage to someone or something else instead of taking control. That's why it's important to take the time for self-reflection. So let's talk a little bit about what self-reflection is and why you should practice it. Self-reflection is the act of evaluating your own thoughts, feelings, behaviors, and actions to better understand yourself. Self-reflection is an excellent tool to evaluate any circumstance we find ourselves in to consider our role in the situation rather than cast blame outward. Looking within helps to determine what we may be doing in any given situation that is causing us friction in our lives. Self-reflection can easily help with better understanding your current situation. We've talked about that. Helping you take ownership of the situation. If it's your fault, it's your time to take ownership of it. Even if it's not your fault, it might be your time to take ownership of it. It's not always about fault. Stopping the blame game towards others or identifying as a victim. Making an effective plan of correction. This gets easier over time, especially the more you do it. Setting healthier boundaries with others. Again, gets easier over time. The more you evaluate, the more you realize when situations are happening, that you need to set those boundaries. You need to just say, oh, I'm done with this conversation. I don't like where it's headed. That's okay for you to do. You are fully allowed to do that. And increasing your self-esteem. Wouldn't that be great to just have this increase of self-esteem? And there's so many more that could go on that list. But that's just a really great place to start. And at first, it may not seem natural to evaluate yourself and look for ways you can improve. But it is a powerful way to improve your health relationships, and overall qualities of life. Understanding that you have the power to analyze your role in nearly every scenario and situation you're in can help you grow, mature, and live a happier life. So I want to slightly change gears just for a second. All the examples we chatted about are just a few reasons you need to do self-reflection. And most of these reasons will help you with your relationships with others. But what about the relationship with yourself? Self-reflection can help you with that too. Self-reflection can help you have more confidence and build your self-esteem. And we just talked about that. When you spend time in quiet reflection, you can learn from your mistakes. That's true. But you can also learn where you did well what's going well in your life, and how you're handling that. One of the things that I've learned is that most people, and I lump myself in this category because while I think I'm getting better at it, I don't think I'm perfect or great at it. And that is we don't handle the good things well. We are so wired to deal with drama and trauma that we forget to stop and celebrate the wins. We want the good in our life to last, but we assume the other shoe will drop. So we spend most of our time waiting, worrying, and preparing 
for that other shoe to drop, for that to happen. And we miss the good things or we just gloss over them. Oh, this happened. And that's, you know, and you're like, that's it. Unless it's a big milestone, we don't celebrate the good things. We don't celebrate the small wins. So one of the things that I personally do is when I have a a coaching call, the first question I always ask is what went well this week? Or what what are you proud of yourself right now? What did you do well this week that you're proud of yourself? And most of the time, this is what happens. Most of my clients can't eat either cannot think of anything as to why they've had a good week or they start down the path of, well, my week started out this way and I was really proud because I was doing this, but then it spiraled into this and they go into the negative. They don't stay in that positive moment. And we just don't spend enough time thinking about the positive and the good in our lives. So what I do with those clients is I listen and then I go back to the very beginning of that sentence. And I say, so tell me more about this. And I try to get them talking about it. Now I can tell you, it does not always work. Sometimes they are so stuck in that negative aspect that it's hard to bring them back out of it. But when I can, it's really amazing because they can then see the difference between what happened when they were first talking about it and what happens towards the end of the week and the negativity and bringing them back into the positive will usually help them remember other good things that happen. A lot of times then once I get them talking about it, They'll go, oh, and this happened. Oh, and this happened. And we'll be halfway through our coaching call. They're like, oh yeah, I have another good thing that happened. And I never discourage that because I always want those good wins to come out. So when you're self-reflecting, remember to give yourself some kudos for the things that went well too. Be sure to make yourself aware of what you did right. Because like it or not, when you always focus on what went wrong and what you did wrong, you will start to see more and more of the wrong and less and less of the right. And the opposite of that is true. When you start to acknowledge the small wins and you start to see the things you're doing right and you are grateful for them and you are acknowledging them, then they start to happen more often. You start to notice them more often. It's really not that they're happening more often. You're noticing them. You're flipping the trajectory of how you see things. And that is just an incredibly amazing gift to give yourself. So I would encourage you to take a few moments at the end of every day and really evaluate your day. Write it down if you want to. Keep a, keep a notebook or a journal. And it doesn't have to be frilly and girly and the whole thing. But you could just write down the big highlights of your day, good and bad. And then evaluate them. You can even do a scale of one to 10 with one being completely horrible and 10 being really great and five being somewhere in the middle. And I mean, you can totally break them down if you want to do one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, 10, and give them all like a value and just be like, Hey, you know, this situation at work, I handled it like a two, but this situation that happened in the afternoon, I handled it like an eight. And so what, 
you know, what happened when you handled it like a two? What was the difference? And what was the difference when you handled it like an eight? And then what can you learn from all of that? I'll bet there are lots of things you can learn from all of that. And just keep it handy because what happens is at the end of the week, you could take a look back at that and go, oh, wow, my week started out with mostly twos. But by the end of the week, because I was evaluating every day, I was mostly eights. And now my boss wants to give me a promotion or now my boss is recognizing it. And they're like, well, you've had a really big shift this week. What, you know, what's changed for you? They're going to be impressed that you're doing self-growth. Trust me. If they're a boss worth their salt, they're going to be impressed that you're doing self-growth, that you're taking care of yourself. If they're not, then it might be time to evaluate a job change too. But that's a subject for another time. And if that's ever something you want to chat about, it's something I dealt with and we could definitely talk about that. So give yourself the love for making it through to the end of the day. Give yourself that love and that grace because you did it and you deserve the appreciation. Pat yourself on the back. So if you found this episode helpful or useful, I would encourage you to give it a five-star review and write a review for it. The more reviews we get on the podcast, the more people will start to see them and you will, in your own way, be helping other people to do their best and to be their best. The other thing you can do is take a quick um, snapshot of it that you, uh, you're listening to it and put it out there on social media and tag me at Thankful Hearts Coaching. And when you do, I will put it in my stories and I will tag you back. And that way we'll have a little connection going. So I hope you found this useful and wonderful. And I hope you go and do amazing things, but start evaluating how your day is going and give yourself some reflection to know where you need to improve. Take care and I'll see you next week.